Hello, everyone, and welcome to College Football Road Trip with Tyler Delben. I'm Eddie Hawkswood, and I may be hosting, but Tyler is the man with the most, and he'll be joining us in just a minute. This is a podcast that's part of the Blue Lake Drive Network, and it's designed for those of us who really want to hit a college football stadium and maybe don't know exactly the best approach to take. I've got a guy who has hit over 50 U.S. college stadiums. He has a wealth of experience, and his insights over the course of these podcasts are going to help you maximize your football viewing experience. Trust me, sit back and enjoy. Tyler Delvin and I are going to take you on many successful college football road trips. So, enjoy. <clears throat> Tyler Delvin, lifelong friend, welcome to the show. How are you doing, bud? I'm good. Thanks for having me, Eddie. My pleasure. My pleasure. Let's get started right away. Everybody, everybody likes sports. Uh, what made you fall in love with college football? Um, I think it was simple. You know, growing up in Windsor, um, Ann Arbor University of Michigan is right across the river. And obviously, I just went there as a kid with my dad and just walking into that stadium for the first time, 100,000 people strong, just kind of you know, blows your mind, especially as a kid. And then from there on, it just, you know, just that's how it all started, really. Yeah. So you started going as a child. This show is Road Trip. When did you go to your next stadium besides the big house in Ann Arbor? What was the next one you saw? Or when did you start making a habit of going to see uh, games on the road? Um, I think after uh, probably when I got my license, uh, still living in Windsor, um, I started venturing to uh, Michigan State, Eastern Michigan, um, smaller schools around Ann Arbor just to add a, another fun Saturday to the mix. And then um, it probably wasn't until a few years after that then I started you know, looking across the nation and saying, well, I'd like to see a game in Tennessee. I'd like to go see a game in Notre Dame. I'd like to go wherever. And it just got bigger and bigger. And every year I usually plan at least two or three new stadiums a year to hit. And that's kind of how it goes. Yeah. Uh, you just mentioned a few uh, Midwest places, but just so our guests are reassured, have you gone to a game in say the Northwest? You gotten to see a game in the Pacific Northwest? Uh, yeah, I've been to Washington. I've been to Oregon. Um, a lot of the PAC 12 al along the whole Pacific coast. Uh, yeah, I've hit a lot of those schools in that conferences Cool. Kind of all the major, kind of just really hit the major, the, the Power Five conferences, if you're familiar with the Power Five. Kind of just stick to those. And if there's a smaller school that's kind of nearby on the same weekend, I may hit it, but it's really about the Power Five. Yeah, you betcha. So just to save uh, you the time and the trouble and, and hitting all the uh, lily pads in the pond, you've been to the Southeast, Southwest, Northeast, right? Yes, all over. You betcha. So our guests can certainly be reassured that he is the voice of reason. And you mentioned having a, you know, a driver's license and a car afforded you some freedom. Obviously, to get to the Pacific Northwest, you're willing to fly, uh, rent cars, uh, yeah. Uber, whatever it takes to get there, right? Well, nowadays, it's about, I, I got a couple of buddies that I got into this. So uh, one lives in California. So kind of during the summer, we kind of pick a weekend or pick a, a campus that we haven't been to. Um, and a lot of it, uh, we try to add a lot of elements to it. I, I mean, I'm not just a college football fan. I'm, you know, I'm an NFL fan, a major league baseball, an NHL fan, uh, NBA fan. So you kind of pick 
a lot of times it will, the priority is the college football game or the location, but it's like, okay, what if we get there Friday and the Atlanta Braves are playing, we, you know, we fly into Atlanta, go to Braves game Friday night and then head over to Georgia tech or Auburn or Georgia Clemson the next day type of thing. And kind of add all these elements, uh, including the NFL, NHL, NBA, um, right. but it's mostly college football based. Okay. So for the, for our listeners, uh, you're not just talking college football, but obviously it's an area of expertise for you. And you, you hit a couple of those a year. What would you say a weekend like the one you just described would probably cost someone if they're planning it out? Um, I mean, it really depends on what, where you're flying to. Like for an example, um, a, a good one that we did was, um, say Colorado went to Denver one weekend. So if, um, I live in Toronto. So flight to Denver, I mean, it's not cheap. Um, you know, maybe five, four or $500, whatever. Right. Um, and then depends on how long your weekend is like the, we went that particular weekend, we went uh, Thursday to Sunday. So three nights hotel, uh, there was three of us, me and two buddies. Um, obviously a rental car is mandatory. Right. Um, so once you start adding, you know, uh, that weekend we did a University of Colorado football game. We did an Air Force football game. Good. We did a Broncos game, and we did a Colorado Rockies baseball game. So, and and a fine steak and wine dinner too. So that that kind of jacks up the price, of course. But, <laughs> I mean, I don't think going to a lot of these events needs to be expensive. Um, you'd Good. be surprised, especially college football. I mean there's so many stadiums over a hundred thousand people. So you have to understand the supply and demand of the tickets. Tickets usually is in the favor of the buyer. It's just the supply is so high. Like I I go to Ann Arbor a lot, Michigan games, you know, easily three, four times a year. Um, I'll go without a ticket. Um, Face value for most games are about a hundred bucks average, but I mean, literally I'll walk up and there'll be just so many tickets available from people just, trying to offload them and at that point you you really pick your location and you pick your price and you get in pretty cheaply unless you're seeing a real marquee matchup like michigan ohio state you you tend to pay you know face or above but yeah you'd be surprised how cheap you can get into a lot of these games okay uh what would you say was the uh so say one of our listeners is on a budget and they're just trying to get into college football road trips what is one place you recommend that is a good experience and highly affordable? Um, I would almost have to say all of them. Okay. Um, I mean, it's, it's, if you're really trying to save money, you, you maybe shy away from the marquee games. Um, I'll use Michigan as a fine example. If you want to just have an experience at college football or at a, college football game maybe you don't pick the michigan ohio state game because the demand is high or michigan right. order game the demand is high of course you're not gonna get in real cheap but you know pick a weekend where purdue's in town or sure. illinois one of the weaker big 10 teams and and the the demand isn't there you can probably get in real cheap um but also at the same time if you don't go to those marquee games, then sometimes the atmosphere is is not as an electric. Uh, even like a lot of the real big games, they tend to be at night. And yeah. 
the the energy and the excitement at a night game is phenomenal. Um, like whenever Penn State is holding a night whiteout game where the entire stadium is white, everyone's wearing white. It's always at night. It's always against Michigan or Ohio State. That's something you don't want to miss. Um, you, you, you know, you would pay the price for that ticket. So it, it's hard to say. I, I don't think you want to save money if you really want the true experience of, of this. I think, you, you know, you go to that game, you go to a night game at LSU, you see what these stadiums are at their finest moment. I think that makes a much bigger difference than going to see Akron at Penn State. Like right. it's, it's okay. Yeah. Which stadium or which uh, visit that you paid uh, far exceeded your expectations? You thought, uh, maybe I'll, I'll just check this out, put this on my, my uh, list of places I've been. And you, you went, wow, hey, something special here. This is really cool. Was there a campus? Um, Go ahead. I, I don't. I think I kind of had high expectations for every place I've been to. Um, maybe in the beginning when I really started pumping these places out, um, I didn't know a lot about Texas A&M. Um, that place was very interesting, very cool. Uh, it remains one of my favorite places for sure. And I don't know. Every, every, that's the charm of college football. Every place is different. There's so many yeah. different traditions. Uh, the stadiums are always different. They're, they're, a lot of the stadiums are the center of campus. So the campuses are all different. It's just, and a lot of these schools and traditions go back a hundred years. Whereas the NFL, it's, it's the products the same. It's a stadium in a city surrounded by a parking lot. There's not much difference between going to a Denver Bronx Jets game and a Jacksonville game. But going to Notre Dame where there's so much history on campus and then going down south to like Florida where it's just hot and muggy and loud and it's the swamp um, to, you know, Georgia with the dog walk and Wisconsin to the, you know, the jump around, you know, they play uh, that song jump around. That was the pain, yeah. Lots of pain and, and seriously, 80,000 people, including all the players on the sidelines, just jump and the place is just rocking and I mean, it's something different. Every place is really different. So every time you go somewhere, there's always something interesting and different than anywhere else. So, Well, that's good. Um, and that's what each and every one of our podcasts is going to bring you, a little something different. Um, okay. So what is one stadium you've been to but haven't been able to go back to but absolutely would drop everything and check it out again? I would probably say uh, a really big game at LSU. Cool. Uh, I went to LSU one weekend. I've only been there once. Uh, it was a night game, thankfully, um, but it was a non-conference game against Louisiana, uh, Louis, uh, sorry, Louisiana Lafayette. Okay. Uh, it was kind of a triple header weekend where I was able to hit Mississippi, Mississippi State, and LSU. So I got to, to go to three in one weekend. So it was kind of worthwhile to go to LSU for that weekend. But I would, I would love to go see Alabama at LSU now that that rivalry is strong. Um, or see some like Florida or Auburn, like a real big SEC game at yeah. LSU would probably be my first choice to revisit. Okay, that's really, really cool. Um, and is that so? You you hit Mississippi, Mississippi State, LSU. Um, those are all fairly storied programs. Um, the games, pardon me. Absolutely. Uh, how did it work out? Did, was there a game Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday afternoon, or was one? Uh, yeah, that 
that particular road trip was uh, the start of it was Labor Day weekend, so right. they tend to spread games out more because the NFL doesn't start that weekend. So college football has everyone's full attention. So right. they'll have games Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday um, again because the NFL is not playing yet. So that particular weekend, uh, Mississippi State was home to South Carolina on a Thursday night, which was uh, actually a conference game right off the top, which is rare. Rare, right. Um, And then Saturday, Louisiana Lafayette at LSU, and Sunday, Memphis at Ole Miss. Oh, So I was able to do that little loop. Okay. So we talked stadiums. Uh, Tailgating tradition or on-campus tradition. You touched on Notre Dame earlier, and we know Michigan is a favorite. But what other campus uh, and their traditions or experiences uh, really surprised you and impressed you? Uh, as far as tailgating, I think Ole Miss is the best place there is on earth. Really? Um, they have uh, – it's called the Grove. It's like um, – A winery? To explain it. Close. It's, uh, it's in the center of campus. They call it a grove. It's just like it, this huge area. It's the center of campus where it's just full of these really old oak trees. And people show up at six in the morning and set up these incredibly elaborate tailgating tents and tables. And it's it's a sea of thousands of people that are dressed up to the nines. All, all the women are in summer dresses. All the students and a lot of the alumni men are are at least in a tie and a, a shirt. It's just that tailgate, that level of tailgating is tops. Uh, Other in level. Fact, in fact, that's, that makes Ole Miss. You, you go, once you leave the Grove and the tailgating's over and you go into the stadium, it's almost anticlimactic, but um, th- that tailgating alone is, is by far the best I've been to. Cool. Um, but I find a lot, of, a lot of schools in the South are great because, um, a lot of the games tend to be at night. Um, it's just, it's such a LSU again is such a, like the jumbo, like the people, the amount of people cooking jambalaya everywhere on campus and everyone's so friendly. Like literally I can walk up on, on my own or with my two buddies and strike up a conversation. And within minutes we're invited to, you know, 12 bowls of jambalaya and, you know, 12 cans of Coors Light or, or whatever. <laughs> it's, it's, it's yeah, it's phenomenal. And it goes on all day. It starts at, you know, 6 a.m. And sometimes the game starts till 7. So you know what kind of condition a lot of people tend to be at that yes. moment. So. Well, well lubricated. Uh, that's good. That's good. That's good. Well, Tyler, um, why don't we do this? I won't take too much more of your time today. I think we've framed up the show and uh, intrigued listeners and viewers well enough. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw it throw it your way. What is the first campus you want to dive into next week on the show that uh, you think would hold uh, some appeal? Let's do Michigan. All right. Let's get Michigan out of the way early. Uh, do you need to do much uh, research and preparation for it, or do you think you'd be able to handle it off the top of your head? Uh, I think I'm fine. <laughs> okay. So for our viewers, tune in next time. Tyler and I will tackle uh, the big house on campus uh, in Ann Arbor where the Wolverines play and uh, we'll break down everything that you're looking for, how to get there, how to get tickets, where to sit, what games to see, where to park, like you name it, uh, we'll tackle it. And if you have any 
questions you want to ask Tyler. BlueLakeDrive.com is the website where you can find this and all your other podcasts. So submit a question for Tyler, submit one for me, and uh, we'll be happy to tackle it for you. I want to thank, obviously, Tyler Delben for joining us today and my DJ, Frank Frenzy. He's fantastic. Tyler, uh, you'll be back next week and we'll, we'll tackle Michigan. You got it. Absolutely. Go blue. You betcha. Thank you very much and uh, have yourself a good rest of your day, Tyler. You too, Eddie. Take care. Thanks.